Good day, everyone. You have reached You Can't Handle It, and it is October the 6th, 2020. So, we're going to start off with sports today. In sports, you've got the NBA Finals now going. Guess what? The viewership is down quite a bit because nobody really cares. Unless you're a real big NBA fan, nobody cares. Very few people care. Let's put it that way. And um, it's LeBron James. He's been in the NBA Finals before. They figure, hey, you know, it's this shortened season, this uh, bubble season, and it's going to be a season that's going to have an asterisk behind it, saying that this was the shortened COVID season and some of these records, some of these <clears throat> totals, these championships, for a lot of people, the purists, are not going to care about it. Um, this is like the throwaway season. It's going to be that way, I think, for baseball, too. They've got the, the next series of playoffs going now. And it's going to be a season, same situation when that comes to an end, that it was kind of the throwaway season. I think the only one that's really had a, a full season um, that went through and got to their finals was hockey. I think they only missed, ended up missing just a few games, like 20, 30 games, something like that. They were able to catch up and, and do what there were normally totals for their full seasons. Um NASCAR, same situation. I think there's only a few races that they ended up um, missing, and they're doing now their their final push to for their championship. Uh, different ending dates uh, for all three of those: baseball, uh, baseball, basketball, hockey, and NASCAR. Those four. Um, but I think it's going to end up being considered like the crap seasons that no one really cares about um in the long run it's going to be yeah not that important i think base uh, football uh minus their preseason games pretty much started where they were supposed to uh, there's going to be some jockeying around some moving around with different covid people getting um covid people happening um, so teams are going to be swapped around. They've already done that with dif different buys for them. Um, we'll see. I, I think I'm going to be surprised if if the NFL goes through the full season without any hiccups. They've already got a little bit of a hiccup, but it's nothing major. Uh, if this is all that happens, and if it happens again, but in the same way, eh, be all right. We'll see. I just think it's nonetheless going to be the throwaway seasons for so many of these professional teams, uh, professional sports. All right, folks, be right back in just a moment. All right, folks, we are back to you can't handle it. We're back into politics. And of course, the big news is the president has COVID. First Lady and quite a few other of his um, 
cap, not cabinet necessarily, different advisors and, and different uh, people that ha- he has hung around with, governors, senators. Um, it's all, it's all bad. Um, we'll see what happens. He was in the hospital for a while. Supposedly he's now back to back into the White House with some, with more uh, isolation than he would normally. Um, something extra in the way of safety. Um, so there's a question: Was this planned? Was this something that people, um, the Democratic side, planned for him to to get? Was it a China thing? Was was China behind this, or was this just a fluke? He was the, he is the 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 poster child for COVID survivors. Now, um, will he be given the the green light that you know he's strong enough to carry on um, with the the talk of of uh, Biden Joe Biden having uh, all these different uh, medications that he's on for ADHD and and uh, uh, all this other stuff that he's got because he's just scatterbrained. Yesterday there was a town hall meeting that was on NBC. I watched a little bit of it, and Lester Holt was asking him questions, and he would go off into a different direction with the answer, and Lester Holt would, hey, uh, could you answer this question that I asked you? Because you didn't answer it. Um, so this is going to show that that Trump actually might be the better stronger uh, presence as a president to continue on for his next four years after he gets over this. And we've, no, we've noticed that people who have gotten COVID, if they've gotten ill quickly and they get a, their, their symptoms make, make things worse um, dramatically, within a few days, normally you're gone. It's the way it's, it's happened. But if you um, make it through your week, two weeks of, of having COVID, um, yes, life's going to suck for you. For a lot of people, some people don't get very much of a, they don't get very much of uh, symptoms, but they make it through. So it's like, yes, if you make it through your two weeks, pretty good chance you're going to make it. Um, People have passed away, even though they've made it through those two weeks. Um, but for the most part, that's kind of the thing. Um, there are things that happen to some people. There are people with lung scarring, having respiratory issues from <clears throat> after having COVID, and it's something they'll probably have for the rest of their lives. Um, but if you can make it through those first two weeks, Usually you will be, uh, you will be a, you'll make it, you will be a keeper, so to speak. Um, so we'll see what happens with this. I, I think, um, the, uh, it's interesting how now things have changed with the presidential race. Now they've changed their, <clears throat> changed their, advertising and uh, how they've they're they're making themselves look better in the sense of I'm not going to talk bad about him because he's sick and I'm not going to attack him because he has issues 
Um, I'm still going to say how much better I am than he is, but I'm not going to uh, poke fun of him, I guess is the best way to describe it. It's interesting. Uh, and then town halls are now going to be, debates are going to be distance even more than it was. Uh, see what happens. I think there's a Kamala Harris and, and uh, uh, Mike Pence uh, debate later on this week. And uh, that's kind of one of the things. There's like a barrier between them. And they're even farther away from each other. And they're going to have even more PPE around. Uh, everyone's going to be tested. And they were doing that before. But now it's even like even more serious. Should have been serious beforehand. But uh, yeah, see how it happens. All right, folks. Be right back with the last part. All right, folks, so coming back for the last segment here, and I think the um, the thing I want to talk about is our lovely governor of California, Gavin Newsom. He's come up with some great ideas lately, uh, in the last week, um, one of them being the idea of, by 2035, no longer selling gasoline-powered vehicles in California. Now, this isn't just cars as some people were first saying and, and believing, but if you go down the line in this bill that he's come up with, is it's a lot of others. It's cars, trucks, it's motorcycles, it's ATVs, it's motorhomes. It's all these other things that are gasoline-powered and to be no longer sold as new vehicles. This is the thing sold as new vehicles in the state of California. Now, as it is right now, we have um, a percentage of vehicles that need to be sold as electric vehicles for the state. We already do that quite well. We, are, we sell, we buy um, over the allotted amount or the wanted-to-be amount Um for the state and throughout the years up until 2035 that percentage is supposed to grow <clears throat> and i'm sure we'll do that more and more we've got tesla with with their vehicles um nicola's coming out with an electric truck there's um lots of electric motorcycles and atvs that are out there um you have amazon with their electric vehicles there's supposed to be an electric vehicles coming out too with for the postal service they're doing that part. So the vehicles will be available. The thing is, is I think the idea is kind of asinine because guess what? We no longer have gasoline-powered vehicles, new ones, um, being bought in the state. That's a lot of tax dollars, number one. It's a lot of tax dollars in gas, for road maintenance and for road upkeep and things of that nature. So where's that money coming from? It's going to come from registration, from tags. That's going to screw things up quite a bit. Uh, I think it's very badly conceived. You also have um, people who are worried about um, will it phase out their gasoline vehicles? 
Well, that's their idea. Um, but guess what? You can still buy gasoline power vehicles in other states. Buy a car in Nevada, Oregon, Washington, New Mexico, Arizona, and bring it to California. You can still do that. Those states have not done uh, a change. Um, and I think... So, so many people are going to be actually buying their vehicles out of state. Um, you can still do that. And I think by the time 2035 shows up, this bill is going to be changed. Gavin's no longer going to be governor. Things are going to change. You're going to go back to, yes, a percentage needs to be electric. Yes. But I don't think the idea of the outlawing of gasoline-powered new vehicles and vehicles in general which is kind of like what his thought process is, that's not going to happen. I, I, it's just, I think it's, you're going a little too far on the Greenpeace uh, cuckoo-ness. That's not going to happen. Um, then his other lovely bill is to commit, try to figure out how to do reparations to black America uh, in California for those families. Um, I hate to tell you, California was not part of the Civil War. When California was added to the U.S., it was considered a free state. And guess what? The Civil War was all over and done with. Um, we've got nothing to do with that. If something wanted, they wanted to do that, um, anybody wanted to do that, that would be a federal thing. That would not be a state thing. And back then, there was a thing of 40 acres and a mule. That was the reparations that was supposed to be given to a lot of families that asked for them. There were people who did. They would get land grants if they were part of the military and they fought for the military. There was a lot of... So there were families who did get... Um, Land grants, even if you go, if you, if you ever watch the show, um, what is it, Curse of Oak Island, they talk about Daniel Ball. Daniel Ball was a uh, soldier who was in the um, Union Army that was given a land grant, and he had a piece of Oak Island. He has quite a few lots in Oak Island. Um, there was... Um, others in the same situation in the South, in uh, Missouri, in North Carolina. If you go through the history books and you go through land grants and deeds and things like that, a lot of the slave owners, once their slaves were free, were given property. Now, not everybody did, and I understand that, and I believe that maybe more should have. Not maybe, there should have been. I'm sure there was. Needed to be more. But... That shouldn't. How do you gauge that kind of stuff? That's ridiculous. How can you do that? What are they owed now? Was it like plus interest? I don't get it. Um, there's just no, no understanding with that. Um, and like I said, California should have nothing to do with that. Um, there's just it's ridiculous. A lot of people who want to not impeach, but recall Gavin Newsom and have him removed. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I think by the time 
<clears throat> the next election comes around, he's not going to stick around. I think though people hopefully will remember that he's pulled two of these things while California burned and came up with his crazy rules <clears throat> with COVID and some of the some of the things he did with individual areas, counties that helped him but didn't do very well for other people. And I believe by him by his some of his family. Pelosi being another one, Nancy Pelosi, who is his aunt, um, it made things good for him and his businesses, but screwed other people over. And, uh, you know, I just don't, I think hopefully people will, will uh, wake up and do something about him and the democratic thought process soon otherwise already there is a mass movement of people leaving california and now like u-haul is having a hard time getting vehicles trucks in particular into the state because guess what people are doing one-way trips out of the state they're moving out of the state you've got a lot of people moving to idaho and utah um, I heard that thing on the news the other day that <clears throat> a lot of the tech people from the Bay Area are moving to Denver, Col uh, Denver, Colorado. That that's the new tech at Mecca. Um, um, people are moving to Texas and the Carolinas and, and just getting out of getting out of California. Too much regulations, too much tax, too much bureaucracy, and they want to move to an area where you can be you. And being being you doesn't mean you're making a mess. It's being you thriving and um, being better and stronger and as a person, as a community. And uh, it's people who have some money, who, who are taxpayers, who are leaving. Um, it's kind of funny. It is kind of funny. Uh, We'll see what happens in the in the near future, but I think it's more and more of an exodus, and uh, we will uh, we'll continue on, fight the good fight, try to save us here as much as possible. Otherwise, California is going to go kaputs. We're as a state, almost as we we are as if we are our own nation, uh, economically wise. Um, with what we what we produce and what we gross product and all that stuff, we do more as a state than some nations do. A lot of nations, so we have a big ecosystem, very big community, and uh, got to show show up, and do what's right, because this isn't working. This really isn't working. All right, folks, I'm going to get off my soapbox and uh, we will come back at you probably sometime next week and we will continue on and see what what new stories, new stories in the world happen. Until then, folks, be good to each other. Be nice to each other. Just get along and we'll be right back then. Bye. <laughs>